the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here joined by the good sir Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. And let's go ahead and look ahead to week 17 of the NFL slate. And we have no Thursday night football this week, Lundy. So uh, we're going to get a ton of weekly specials in before the player props market uh, starts to surface. And I, I don't expect that to happen until much later on in the week, given all the, uh, you know, the COVID uncertainty uh, and some of the injuries in play as well. But one weekly special at DraftKings Sportsbook has already caught my eye. Uh, this one is a ton of fun and had me pondering for quite a while whether or not I wanted to wager on it. And I ultimately decided, sure, why the hell not? Cooper Cup and Mark Andrews combining for 15 or more receptions in this uh, game between the L.A. Rams and the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, it's plus 130 at DraftKings uh, for that to happen. Now, Cub may do this uh, almost on his own, Lundy, the way that he's going right now, and he's trying to catch Calvin Johnson uh, for the single-season yards record. Uh, he's definitely going to be flirting with that number here in short order. And, hell, he could also track down uh, the receptions in a single-season leader. That is Michael Thomas of the New Orleans Saints. But uh, you look at the game log here, he's got one, two, three contests in which he has got at least ten catches since week seven. And Mark Andrews, over these last three weeks, oh, my goodness, he's been a money man, as he has gone for 11, 10, and eight receptions. We expect Lamar Jackson back in uniform this week. So uh, among the weekly specials that are already out there and offered to the masses, uh, this one has me lured in. So I've been hit by the tractor beam. So, Lundy, what are your thoughts here on Cooper Cup against a decimated secondary of the Ravens and Mark Andrews combining for 15 or more receptions at plus 130? Worth a ticket? Oh, yeah, I think so. I, I, I think you make a good point. Cooper Cup could do it you know, practically by himself. And then Mark Andrews is just coming along and, and you know, paying dividends with dessert at the end of the meal. <laughs> I mean, it, that's just how these two have been playing. And, uh, yeah, th- this is a great weekly special. Obviously, it's fun because it's in the same game. Yeah. Um, so it's it's basically they've, they've given you a weekly special that's its own same game parlay. So, folks, I would jump on this one. I think this is a fun one. Um, we know that Mark Andrews is heavily involved, but Cooper Cup's chasing um, records right now. So I'm, I'm, I'm up for betting on anything involving that guy. He's just fun to watch. Yeah, and let's be real. I mean, the Ravens are going to pull somebody out of, like, Section 3 run, you know, row 4, seat 2, and say, you dude, uh, with the dad bod there, I don't care how out of shape you are, and uh, against your cardiologist's better judgment, we're going to slap a uniform on you and throw, this, uh, throw you in the defensive backfield because – uh, it's just there's nobody left right now for the Baltimore Ravens. They lost another DB. Averitt uh, is likely out with a fractured rib. Uh, so they're on fumes right now, and I think it's going to be a heyday for Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, and company in this one. With that, on this special Tuesday edition of the pod, let's get after it with another Fade 5. Number 5. Hey, Lundy, welcome back. The NHL. Let's drop right. the puck and make some bucks. It's been an eternity since uh, guys have been checking each other into the board. So, hey, man, you got three games on the docket. Uh, I know you've got an itch that it's desperately needing to be scratched. So, by all means, please share with me on an NHL selection of your choosing, my man. Well, let's roll. Uh, as you said, there's three games on the schedule uh, tonight. One of the first ones, Montreal is in Tampa 
uh, to take on the Lightning. Now, I made a comment off air uh, yesterday wondering exactly why the Habs were even bothering to travel because they have so many dudes injured. Well, then you are a uh, COVID, excuse me. And then you have to look at Tampa. Tampa does not have a healthy goaltender, Brad. So when you talk about going and grabbing somebody from out of, you know, section 102, row five, uh, that might be what Tampa has to do from a netminder standpoint. They may be leaning uh, on the minor league team, the Syracuse Crunch, uh, to bring somebody up. Uh, Yeah, to bring somebody up to be able to uh, be in net for them in this contest tonight. It's 7 o'clock Eastern, so you might want to wait on this uh, until a little bit closer. But when we're talking about backup goaltenders, guys, this is going to be the first game back after the entire pause that they have been on. I'm all over the over in this one. And in fact, it's already moved. It was at five and a half. Now it's at six. I still would take the over because... I know these guys want their chance under the spotlight, but if you're going to bring up a guy that hasn't played in the NHL, and if he has, it hasn't been a whole lot, both of these teams can score. Like, I'm not worried about Tampa scoring. I'm just worried about who's going to be between the pipes for them and giving up some really kind of, well, crappy goals. Let's just let's call it what it is. Uh, so we're going to play the over in this one. Like I said, it opened at five and a half. It's now at six at a minus 105 juice. Take it because – I. Both of these teams can score. Uh, Tampa loves to score at home. Montreal gives up a lot of goals. Uh, So, you know, Tampa is probably going to hit the four mark by themselves. uh, And I can't imagine if they're having to go to a third or fourth string netminder that they're not going to give up at least two or three um, uh, themselves. So take the over in this one at the minus 105. Heck, this thing might even go up by the time we get to puck drop. Oh, you had me at Syracuse Crunch. And for reasons unknown, uh, I just started thinking about Captain Crunch, and that's why uh, the mouth started to water, and it's certainly salivating in regards to this total. Take the over! Number four. All right, speaking of overs, let's go to the world of college basketball, and uh, I think we lost like, I don't know, 16, 17 games off the slate due to positive COVID tests, and college basketball is just uh, in a quagmire right now, and a pretty deep one at that, uh, trying to figure out and navigate these choppy waters uh, d- during this COVID time as Omicron just continues to wreak havoc across the world of sports. But uh, we do have the Baylor Bears in action tonight against the Northwestern State Screaming Demons, uh, Lundy. And uh, I think Baylor uh, is certainly going to pose some outstanding numbers in this one. Give me the over on 91 and a half points against the Demons here. Uh, if you look at uh, Ken Palm, 300-plus ranked teams, which Baylor has faced this season, it's a handful of them, uh, the Bears have gone for 87 points, 92 points, 99 points, and 94 points. So they've been over in three of four. Uh, Northwestern State checking in, by the way, at number 333 nationally in those Ken Palm ranks. Uh, Baylor on the season, number five in the country in offensive efficiency, 1.170 points per possession. They share the sugar beautifully, number 21 in assist to field goals made, netting 56.5% inside the arc, and they really get after on the offensive glass, generating a second chance uh, close to 30% of the time. Why I like the over more than anything else, though, is tempo in this game because Northwestern State relishes a brisk Pace, number 47 in college basketball and adjusted tempo. You combine that with the fact that they rank north of 305 different defensive categories and knowing the Bears can fill up the cup uh, and go deep uh, on the bench. So even their like seventh, eighth man 
end of the game uh, is likely to put up double figures in this one. I think in the end, Baylor uh, rambles on and flirts with the century mark and what should be a throttling of epic proportions. So, Lundy, fade or follow, Baylor, the top team in the country, over 91.5 points against those Demons, minus 110 at DraftKings. I told you, I, I, I'm with you. I think they're going to flirt with 100. Uh, so, because uh, we certainly know that they can score, and they should be able to score at will against Northwestern State. Good call on the pace of this one as well. But, yeah, I, I think the Bears are going to be pushing up to the 100 mark. Um, and, and so I, I think this is one that they're going to hit really easily, especially if they're moving up and down the court like that. So take the over on the team total. This is a fun one just because, what, the spread's like 37 or something like 37 that. and a half, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just a huge number. So find something else that you can have some fun with. As we've seen some of these college basketball games getting uh, postponed or canceled, when you've got one on the docket, folks, it's time to make a bet. Yeah, fire off a ticket. Ignore the zookeeper. Feed. The Bears. Number three. All right, let's go to another college basketball matchup. And this one actually should be a dandy. Uh, I expect it to be a nip and tuck game. And for that reason, give me Fresno State plus four and a half at Boise State, minus 110 at FanDuel Sportsbook. If you look at the Bart Torvik uh, ranks and it measures efficiency and you take out the preseason bias, which is one of the options in the drop down menu there. So it only measures uh, statistical output of every single NCAA team by what they have achieved on the court this season. So both in uh, regular uh, season uh, action or non-conference or conference play all combined. And you look at Fresno, Cordobartovic, the number one, uh, number 31 ranked team in the country. Boise at number 52. Uh, these two teams are very evenly matched, really mirror images of one another in almost every single statistical category. Uh, what I really like about Fresno is their ability to defend. According to Bart Torvik, uh, number 14 in the country in adjusted defensive efficiency, giving up to 0.883 points per possession. And they have a seven-footer. Uh, that you definitely want to watch. A guy named Orlando Robinson, and he's not your traditional big man. He can put it on the floor. He can step outside and knock down trays. He's shooting almost 56% inside the arc, 36.4% outside of it, and more importantly, he draws a ton of whistles and makes opponents pay at the charity stripe, hitting 82.4% on his free throws. So Robinson's presence, I think, is going to be a lot for the Broncos to handle, and in the end, yeah, Boise may win this sucker, but if they're going to win it, it's not going to be more than a bucket. So give me Fresno State plus four and a half at Boise State. Again, minus 110 at FanDuel. Fade or follow. All right. You're, got, like, you're using drop-down menus, and like, <laughs> I'm, I'm so confused by all. I'm just going to follow just because you have done a lot of research on this game. you like, got to take out the preseason bias, man, at Bart Torvik, so you get really I, boiled down to what teams have achieved so far on the court. I get confused in the drop-down when I'm trying to select what state I live in in order to get, like, a, a delivery to the house. Like, you're out here doing it with stats and stuff, man. <laughs> Bravo, Brad. I'm just I'm, I'm completely out. So I'm going to go with yes, just because of how much work you put into this one. So I, I, I'm, I'm following completely blind. 
uh, at this one. I'm I'm just I'm baffled by by all of your statistical nonsense uh, with this one, and it really has been a lot of nonsense the last couple of weeks of betting. So I think yeah. those two things go together. So folks, this is a blind follow with Brad. No clue who's going to win this game, but by God, the man says he's got stats, and I'm going with it. Yeah, that's right. Throw some sausages at the paws of the Bulldogs. Stay tuned for our top selections on this Tuesday in the NBA Plus bonus time. Number two. Oh, Lundy, I'm a sucker for the same game parlay. And it is a strategy I have been employing uh, often here in the NBA and, and oftentimes with single players, you know, reducing some of the thresholds and multiple categories, slapping together and getting it at plus odds and getting enraptured and seduced by that juice uh how about one with the lakers and i've got a a three-legger here uh on the same game parlay as the lakers are taking on houston's got all kinds of guys and health and safety protocols right now Uh, but let's focus in on the star power give me lebron 25 plus points give me lebron to register one steal ah steal is all i need and give me russell westbrook to grab seven or more rebounds Against the Rockets, uh, all those occur. It is plus 110 at DraftKings. You look at uh, LeBron, man, he has been just torching the twine. 31 or more points he has scored in four straight games. He has logged a steal in nine of his last 11. And the last time he faced the Rockets on November 2nd, he hung 30 on him. Uh, now you look at Westbrook, he is gone for seven or more rebounds in seven of his last eight. And in a pair of games against Houston earlier this season, eight rebounds and nine rebounds in each of those contests. Uh, the Rockets, uh, 14th most opponents, rebounds per game allowed on the season, and they are dreadful defensively. Third worst team in the NBA and adjusted defensive efficiency, giving up 1.101 points per possession. So again, on this three-legger, same game parlay, getting creative here. LeBron, 25-plus points scored. LeBron to get a steal. Russell Westbrook, seven-plus rebounds. All three of those hit against the Rockets, plus 110 to DraftKings. Fader follow. Nice, simple, same-game parlay. We talked about it on yesterday's podcast. Don't try to get crazy, folks. Just put together something that gets you to plus odds, and then bam, slap whatever your your unit bet is on there and take the plus money. <laughs> I like this one a lot, I, especially the Westbrook on the rebounds. Yep. Um, you know, you always got to, you know, sometimes the steals, it, it should be easy. He should probably get one within the first half. Um, knowing LeBron, but every now and then it's like, well, he, he tipped it, but it went to this guy, so he got credit for the steal, whatever. I, those are always the ones that throw me off. But 25 points, the rebounds is a good one. I think the steal winds up happening, hopefully in the first half, uh, and we got yourself a nice plus 110. So this is a nice, simple NBA same gamer. These are good ones to go with on uh, uh, on on NBA games like this because these are easy stats for these guys to hit. Don't get crazy with the cheese whiz, folks. Just take a nice, simple same gamer and get plus odds. Amen. The Lake Show should shine against a downtrodden rocket squad number one all right let's go to another same game parlay my friend in the nba this is a simplified one as well just two legs that's it you know you and i talk about this until we're blue in the face uh, screaming and yelling from the highest mountaintop that you don't need a half six seven eight nine ten leggers 
uh, and say, hey, look at me when you hit it, when you probably miss on another 99 of them. So uh, this one, uh, again, you get really creative and moving some of the pieces about. Let's go to the Denver Nuggets matchup uh, tonight. And the Nuggets uh, taking on uh, an opponent. Who are they playing? I didn't even write that down. I just have, oh, Golden State. That's who they're playing. I got it here. I couldn't even read my damn own handwriting, and that tends to happen. Uh, give me the under on Will Barton, 17 and a half points. And I'm going to slap that together with a Nikola Jokic steal. Uh, you know I love these steal props, as uh, evidenced by the prior same-game parlay that I mouthed. And hopefully that one will hit, and LeBron will give me that swipe. But, you know, you look at Will Barton. In the month of December, he's been under 17.5 points in 7 of 10 games. He's shooting just 38% from the floor, 31.3% from outside. Jokic has uh, registered a steal in 9 of his last 10 contests, and this month he's averaging 1.5 steals per game. Now, Golden State, extraordinarily stout defensively. The best team in the NBA, according to adjusted defensive efficiency, 0.992 points per possession. However, uh, here's an oddity. Uh, They've allowed the fifth most opponent steals per game. Hence why I like the Jokic there. So fade or follow Will Barton under 17 and a half points. Nikola Jokic should get a steal. Uh, That is a smooth plus 115 at DraftKings. Doable? What do you think? Yeah, actually, I think that it is because you go back and look, you talk about the month of December with Will Barton. He's only, as you said, he's only been over this total three times and it actually happened in three straight games. Um, yep. And one of those happened in an overtime game that they had against New Orleans. So um, and I'm not sure that he would have uh, had it had he not had the extra, uh, you know, the extra playing time. He was out there for, I think, 40 something minutes in that game. Um, he had 17 against the Clippers uh, on Sunday. So he pushed right up against this number. But in the month of December, this is just not what he's doing. He's averaging 13.3 points in the month. Um, so he should stay underneath it. You're also talking about, obviously, a good defensive team uh, in Golden State. So I think Will Barton, um, his it's under and then Jokic for a steal. He's just got those long arms, man. He's just taking up space, just knocks the ball around, manages to get a steal, even with the uh, you know better ball handling of the Golden State Warriors. I still think he can manage to get one. And as you said, he, he's he's been doing this fairly consistently. So I like this nice little same gamer uh, on the late night. This is a, a 10 o'clock Eastern time game, by the way, uh, because oh, they're, yeah. playing, they're playing it in uh, Cali. So uh, this will be a late game uh, tonight. But yeah, Denver uh, these are a couple of really solid props you can get for Denver. And I think, frankly, the Nuggets have not been playing all that well. Uh, so uh, this should be an easy one for Golden State. But but I think these are two good stat lines to jump on for a same gamer. All right, Lundy, uh, before we depart, it's bonus time. Uh, we actually have a ton of college football bowl games that are, uh, in reality, they're really going to be played, folks. Uh, they're not going to be canceled. Uh, they are going to tee it up, barring something disastrously. Are we just betting overs on every single one? Uh, yeah, basically. Uh, that's that's <laughs> frankly what we're doing. Um, you know, uh, there are five bowl games today. A couple of them will be underway probably by the time most of you listen to the podcast. So, you know, we'll skip out on the Birmingham Bowl. We'll skip out on the First Responder Bowl just because those are going on early. But you've got three going on later uh, tonight, Brad. And uh, I, I like the over in UCLA and NC State. Um, I, that's the uh, that's the San Diego uh, the Holiday Bowl. Uh, so I like the Credit over in that one. Yes. Now I actually, uh, in full disclosure, I got that one at over at fifty nine. It's up to sixty one. I would still play it. 
Um, you're talking about a UCLA squad that averages 36.7 points per game. NC State averages just over 33 points uh, per game. Um, and UCLA's got 440-something yards of offense per game. I mean, I think these guys are just going to go up and down the field. So even though it's gone up to 61, I would still take it. NC State's gone over in four of their last six games. UCLA's gone over in four out of their last five. Um, so I would definitely take the over in that one. I'm leaning on the over uh, with Mississippi State and Texas Tech. That's the Liberty Bowl being played in Memphis. But, Brad, I was looking at we, – we've been talking about how these bowl games keep going over. Well, you could do this if you wanted to with yes. our friends at DraftKings because I did it earlier this morning. If you took all three of those bowl games, took the overs, but then teased it by six points. All right? So yep. you buy yourself a six-point cushion. So you're bringing that 58 down to 52, et cetera, right? You're bringing all of them down. If you tease each one of them down by six points and then take the over on all of them, it's a plus 160. And with the way the bowl games have been going, man, I don't know that that's that bad. I, they do think it's going to be a lower-scoring affair between West Virginia and Minnesota. Um, you know, West Virginia is missing their stud running back who's going to get ready for uh, the NFL draft. Um, and so there's questions about what West Virginia is going to to be able to do offensively but you could bring that thing down by a six point teaser and get yourself a nice plus odd so i would look at that one and then what do we do in the nhl brad we fade the arizona coyotes doesn't matter that they've had a break they still stink uh and so they will be in san jose to take on the sharks i will take the sharks in regulation to win it in the 60 minute line that brings the uh the uh money line down to a minus 145 yeah i absolutely love uh that strategy of doing some of the alt lines on the two bowl games uh there in the evening session I- i'm not going to touch the west virginia minute Minnesota one on the late night tip, but Mississippi State, Texas Tech, uh, you know, I got it on the over 52 and a half, so I didn't get quite as good a number as you did on the alt line. And then uh, you can bring it down to the over on 55 in the UCLA North Carolina State game. Just going with that two legger, it's still plus odds at plus 115. So uh, that is worth a ticket, as you mentioned. Uh, the cupeth has spilleth over with points in all of these bowl games. Hey, Lundy, how about what another? How about another same game parlay in the it. NBA? Let's go ahead and do it, and let's uh, zero in on the late night game tonight: Sacramento and OKC. In this one, give me Tyrese Halliburton six plus assists. Tyrese Halliburton four plus rebounds, and Josh Giddy five plus rebounds. Uh, that cashes. Uh, that is a cool plus one twenty one. If all three of those hit at the DraftKings Sportsbook, you look at uh, Oklahoma City, third most opponent rebounds per game allowed this season, tenth most in assists uh, per game allowed. Uh, Halliburton has been over the six assists and four rebounds in five of his last six games, so I love that matchup there. Meanwhile, for Giddy on the other side of the court, uh, he has gone over five rebounds. Uh, at least, or hit at least five rebounds in eight consecutive games, uh, including in the first matchup back in the middle of November between these two squads, in which he had exactly five rebounds. Sacramento number 26 in the NBA in opponent rebounds per game. So uh, they're inside the top five and most allowed in that category. So there you go. Halliburton, six-plus assists, four-plus boards with Giddy, five-plus rebounds. Uh, and you get that at plus odds uh, and a handsome 
Dos of Plus Odds at DraftKings Sportsbook. And there you have it. That is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please drop us a rating and a review. It helps out the show tremendously. Follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Huevos. And as always, until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the Noise.